Hey guys, and welcome back to a new episode of Movies and Memories with Red and myself, Hannah. And for our 10th episode, we are finishing the Before Trilogy by Richard Linklater, and we're doing Before Midnight, which follows nine years after Before Sunset, and we see where Celine and um, Jesse are now at their point in their lives and hey red how are you doing i am quite well hannah welcome back it's been three fucking months yes, <laughs> yes long three, months. three long months life got in the way <laughs> you got busy with your moving i got busy with well my new place and uh, yeah we are back people have been asking like what, what's happening really? yeah people have been oh. asking, when are you going to release so a new sweet. episode I know. your house looks great by the way thank you thank you yeah i appreciate saw it I don't know. Did you post photos or you just showed me? Well, oh, it looks really nice. It's so yeah, cool. I got paintings up and it's sweet now. I got a hold of a drill. So, you know, thank you. You should come visit. Definitely. Yeah. Freaking Canada restrictions, though. I know, man. <laughs> like, Miami's so loose, too, I assume. Yeah, you can definitely come here. It's your returning. That's the issue. It's going to be an issue. Yeah, I'm going to have to my... sit through the border. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law is in Canada right now visiting my sister-in-law, so in and Toronto, he's coming right? here. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure it's Toronto. So, but because if if you're fully vaccinated, they'll they'll just allow you in. Mm-hmm. So it's not a problem. But yeah. Damn. We'll okay. For, we'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Happy we're finally doing this again. Oh yeah, and uh, for our for our avid listeners, we are back fully. We're doing weekly recordings, hopefully. Yeah. But yeah, there we go. And we are doing Before Midnight. And we're mixing yeah. things up. Uh, Hannah's doing the intro. And I will tell you folks what this film is all about. Yeah, hit it. A very short synopsis. So in uh, 2004, Richard Linklater released Before Sunset. And it ended with both of them hooking back up. They got back together in a way. And this, film's, this film picks it up about nine years later, we find ourselves and the characters in Southern Peloponnese, in Southern Greece, on the coast of the Peloponnese. Yeah. And they're uh, there for a vacation. It looks like a writer's retreat to me, but okay. They, they have daughters, you know, twin daughters. Uh, yeah, Jesse and Celine, they're not married, but they, they've been partners forever. And the film actually opens for, at the airport where, uh, or Jesse, Keep calling him Tom, where Jesse drops off his son, which as we find out, Jesse is uh, separated from his wife, so he can get back to, with, oh, so, so yeah, so he can pick up his relationship with, uh, what's her name? Celine. There you go. God, it's, been, <laughs> it's been forever. <laughs> so yeah, and we follow that, and there's this whole thing of them going on a vacation. They've, they've, been, uh, they've been bought like this hotel room for a night. And that follows the entire flow of the movie. And uh, there's a lot of conflict. And uh, it's fun. It's mm-hmm. a fun film. It's I, conflict, yes. But I'd say it's more of them like discussing where they are now. Because um, Celine is actually in a crossroads career. Yeah, in her career. Yeah. Wanting to consider a job with the government. Mm-hmm. And Jesse had just gotten a book out. Or she's being mm-hmm. a writer slash dad. And yeah, he. We find out that he actually moved to Paris, mm-hmm. um, and I guess after before sunset, she got pregnant with the twins. And <laughs> right that, away, 
that forced him to end the relationship he had with his wife. I don't know mm. if they're really divorced, but definitely separated. Separated for so sure. So now he has like a long distance relationship with oh, Hank son. slash is his name Henry? But they call him mm. Hank or something. something yeah, like with that. Hank and they can be yeah, in the, yeah. yeah, in the beginning they they were dropping him off at the airport because he's going back home mm-hmm. to his mother. And it comes into this whole dis- discussion about shouldn't he's like as a father, he should be near his son. He's growing up. He's going to go through puberty. He needs a man in his life. That's right. Even if he has a stepdad, but if you want to be the, if you're the father, you want to be the father to him. Mm. And it, it because Celine, to Celine, it seems like mm, it's her fault then if he mm-hmm. doesn't allow this. And it's That's like right. a blame game that goes around mm-hmm. in a loop and a loop and a loop. And because Jesse is so likable, I think, like someone that you can't really fight with. He's so charismatic. He is yeah. right. Because yeah. he would be like, oh, shoot, he is right. Mm-hmm. Like, you, he, there's nothing wrong with what he's thinking. You can't really hate him. And yeah. so through the movie, I was actually more frustrated with Celine. I'm like, don't <laughs> be such a woman. <laughs> and and I think it's just like, you, you have you have to be responsible mm. with the consequences that you have for Like you did. Yeah. Not own up your decisions, right? Yeah. yeah. To the, to the consequences of your decision and how they affected the people in your life. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for the son. He's such a good kid. It seems yeah. from like the 10 minutes that you see him and he seems really well adjusted, but I do think long-term wise, it will affect mm. him. Yeah. And maybe the absence of Jesse in his life, there will be consequences. And then in the end, Jesse's going to think, oh, I should have done something and do something while you can, definitely. But yeah. Yeah, it's it's a lot to put on people's shoulders, eh? on Mm -hmm. parents' shoulders especially, but kid also is suffering. But hey, he just just got kissed by the sounds of it. He uh, wasn't, he smooching, or yeah. (laughs) On vacation. So, That's why he loved it was it. the best summer of his life. Yeah. So, hey, he's, At least he has he's young. Yeah, yeah, he has all those experiences to take home with him. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we're, I think we're breaching into the themes there. So might as well discuss yeah. that. So it's like real love, I guess. Like, you know, the reality of long-term relationships, which it's so real, it's so raw. Yeah, partnership. Partnership. And then I've, mm. I've really thought this. I've felt this throughout the film. There's an underlying conflict, which is if he said, it's a... Uh, yeah, they, they both feel it. They just never really breached it. But it, they, they finally broke that dam at the uh, hotel and everything just came spewing forth, right? Mm-hmm. So all the conflict of nine years, all the blame that they keep inside of them, yeah, it just comes rushing forth. So, yeah, yeah. I think there's that. But there's also, you know, the realization that that's what true love is, what they have. Like, yeah, it's fantastic. What do, what themes do you think are being explored here? Aside from that, also parenthood, mm-hmm. family, and did, did yeah. it get you thinking though? Like about do, do you yourself do you want kids? Yeah, a hundred percent, totally. Minimum this three. Movie if scares I can. the shit out of me. Wow. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it sounds awful, but I really only want boys. Ooh. If I could choose, if I could really choose, like the the sex of my children I would really honestly want boys and I read like the other week like it's so bad that women think that way that they only want boys because they realize like as a girl growing up we had it so hard Mm -hmm. 
being a girl. I don't depending on your household maybe. I don't know. But like I had a very in my two generations above me, the women were like basically the head of the family. Mm-hmm. And it it has its consequences for the feminists. They must love that. But oh, yeah. it really has its like hard consequences on the other girls because you're we're put in that um, that that's the expectation. Oh, your yeah. mom is like this. Your grandma was yeah. like this. All your aunts and uncles are like like this, where they are more submissive. Mm-hmm. And I I realized like, oh yeah, I wouldn't want to have a daughter if this is how it turns out. You know, I wasn't. I was hard to handle compared to my brother. And I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, if I could choose, I would really only want boys just to have the easy way out, like selfishly, True. completely selfishly, just to have the easy way out. Man. I would, but be, I, the, I would the current landscape, though, is, I think, safer for, for girls now. It's, it's a lot better than what they it was 20 years ago. It would be from me as their mother. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, for women in general, it's a safer environment for for girls to oh i wasn't even concerned about the landscape no okay i was raised to think you could really literally do whatever you want it doesn't matter your gender you just have that's your mindset Mm -hmm. so no i didn't care for that stuff it was like being in a home okay being in the in an environment for for family alone Mm -hmm. no i wouldn't want that i wouldn't want a daughter who'd always want to be not at home who'd always be desperate to be outside Mm -hmm. to be traveling or just not to be home I didn't like that that because I was always like that I was always like oh what can I do to like escape for a day or something (laughs) okay yeah it's different I I I get what you mean that but I always assumed that yeah but generally it's hard though if if people think that that's how it is right now It's, it's a better place to raise women right for sure and yeah, if, yeah, I still wouldn't I, want to though. I, I love my nieces. I love them to hell. But uh, yeah, if I could have one kid, maybe it'd probably be a boy because they're just. Although I love daughters, I understand I boys. Yeah, I've always understood guys more. It made sense to me. But daughters are cuter though. You can dress them up when they're young. That's you more know. money. I have true, to invest true. more in dolls. I'd rather have like. <laughs> cars because they make really nice collections and they'll okay. be like put okay. up nicely you know <laughs> do you do, do you have nieces have you ever played with your friend's daughters like Mimi like, you know his daughter she's cute oh yeah I've been yeah. around other girls but I'm uh-huh. like thank god I'm just their ninang or their <laughs> aunt or you know they're not mine they're yeah. adorable yeah they're, totally they're fun. adorable but I like because they're they have a different personality mm-hmm. when they're not with their mother. That's true. I was I was a, a gem to my aunts, my <laughs> other family members. I was okay. I was like, oh, uh-huh. she seems not too hard to handle. Were you carried your home. mom? Then you go home. What do you mean? <laughs> like you're okay with your with your aunts and everyone else, but when you went home, what were you like? Were you a terror? <laughs> no, I was weird. I was like a quiet kid who you just put me in front of a tv i'm so happy yeah same 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 yeah, yeah. and i got a Cartoon lot of Network, older man. people that's the, that was the thing it used to be on cable back home and it was uh-huh. in english and that's how i learned english and then one day it disappeared so <laughs> it was really weird really like in yeah. vienna yeah yeah okay it was like on cable or it was a channel that everyone had and then i think once i turned five i realized it was gone unless mm-hmm. we had just had a special channel maybe crazy but then it was gone 
Yeah. And then, uh, but yeah, I was like a, was a strange kid and I was always mm-hmm. around gay guys. Mm-hmm. I was always around men. Mm-hmm. Like manly men who happen to like other men, but mm-hmm. like all the time. And I just Bears, understood yeah. them more. <laughs> I didn't, I wasn't around a lot, a lot of women and I tried okay. to, I tended to avoid them. <laughs> okay. So anyway. Uh, yeah. Themes. Parenthood, that's, that's a good one. for sure. Mm-hmm. partnership, man. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. There's just a lot of potholes for sure. People just don't see it. They glamorize the whole idea of long term relationships, but yeah. holy shit, there's a lot of fat, a lot of stale sex, maybe. And you know, but hey, the more you get to know your partner, the better it gets. But yeah, I don't know. I I'd, I'd say it'd be like the stages because of the movie, the way mm-hmm. it is. It's the stages of a relationship, so yeah. it's when the infatuation is one. The meet cute, yeah. The second one is the reunion. In their terms, the reunion and when it starts again, mm-hmm. like finally. Mm-hmm. But then, in between everything else that happens, the age, having children, mm-hmm. having to decide where you're gonna, where you're gonna make your home, mm-hmm. and then that's where we are right now with the before midnight. Right. And uh, yeah, shit. One thing, one thing about this film made me realize a lot of stuff is, as you said, where you want to set your home at, because mm-hmm. we always have this idea that we're gonna be so close to everyone, to our family members, and all that shit. But when you have a partner, you have another person to consider. Like, where are we gonna fucking live? Like, where are we gonna send our kids to school to? So yeah, I don't know, man. Did you plan on moving to Miami? Well, it just came to be, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't mind me like being personal about it, but mm-hmm. I had never thought about it mm-hmm. until I met my husband, and mm-hmm. it just so happened that we it met here. Sense. That yeah. is so far, far for me for where my family is. Like, mm-hmm. we're twelve. The Philippines is twelve time zones away. Mm-hmm. Vienna is six, mm-hmm. so they're so far. Ecuador is only one time zone away <laughs> right now with the daylight savings. Otherwise, we're in the same time zone. Wow. So, and it's only like a four-hour flight, too. Mm-hmm. So he is closer to home, but no, we have no family here, even yeah. not even in the state. And so it just happened to be like that. And I would have wanted it that way anyway. Yeah. I would have totally moved away. Mm-hmm. If, if I had... If I had met someone in Oroqueta, I think I would be so terrified of just staying there. In the same place. Because I'd have yeah. no excuse. I'd have no exactly. excuse to live anywhere else. Maybe Vienna. I had always decided, though, if I had kids to go to school, I would want them to go to school in Vienna. And if my mom happened to be there, then okay. But she was always going to move back when she retired anyway. So mm-hmm. at least it would just be us. Right, right, right. So... Because I think I that's a big part of growing up too, right? That's when you truly yeah. develop as a couple, of, well, more so as a person. Yeah. If you move far away from family, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And Look I thought it us. would be unfair. It would be really unfair if uh, only one side of the family was near you, mm-hmm. like either my side or his side was mm-hmm. the one that was around. Mm-hmm. And I always find that so unfair. Yeah. I know a lot of couples who's like they're in the 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 wife's hometown. So mm-hmm. it's all her family, her family and friends. Yeah. And yeah. I think that leads to a lot of like conflict. You of don't conflict. really get to grow because you're so influenced of how, you know, 
Most your family definitely. had mm-hmm. been. So you want at least an even fair influence. Mm-hmm. Just take the good stuff that you want to take with you into your right. home. <laughs> Wait, I, uh, I just remember this one conversation I had with a with another with a Canadian who was born and raised here. Like, why would you move like thousands of miles away to a different country? Like for why, you personally? No, for I think it was just asking that in general for migrants oh. like that. Mm-hmm. Mostly, it's a. Uh, you know, better opportunities, a better life, and whatever. Which is legit. Yeah. It's legit. That's an yeah. honorable reason, right? Yeah. And then, uh, that moving far away from 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 family like this, it makes you realize the value of having family with with or around you, because uh, you know, it's free. If if you have a job, you can leave your kids with the parents. Doesn't that just make sense? That being so close to family like that. It changes, the equation changes when you have children, for true, sure. True, true, yeah. I, I, met a, I met an Austrian lady here, mm-hmm. and she was a few years younger than me, and she just had a child, and it was such a, like, horrible experience with all the restrictions and stuff, because her mother had to stay in Turkey for two weeks just to be able to come here because of all the regulations mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. stuff. And you, wa- you would want your, your mother or somebody there during your childbirth. I think of that course. was, like, a normal evolution and that's mm-hmm. usually tradition anyway you always want presence, some, yeah. yeah someone there to comfort you who knows you in mm-hmm. that sense and Celine explains that that's why they she didn't want to give birth in America because they were she was pregnant there exactly. so she did go to the states mm-hmm. actually got well she was pregnant but wanted to give birth in Paris yeah and because to be around her mother and I think that's just natural for sure so in that point and during pregnancy course prioritize the woman anything she wants to be comfortable she is having her child but growing up I don't know I wouldn't I don't know if I would want that and I feel like there's just I've just witnessed too much conflict Mm -hmm. with that even personally my family moved to Vienna because my mom's whole side of the family is there and Mm -hmm. I was just like thinking now how unfair that is for my dad yeah I'm sure he's so nice and like mm-hmm. of course he will adapt, right? But mm-hmm. I'm just thinking like I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that mm-hmm. if it wasn't something so that fair, he wanted. Fair it doesn't playing seem field, fair. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. seem fair. Mm-hmm. And vice versa. It could be too easy. Even if it was just really comfortable, I don't know if it's good for you. I think have having some kind of struggle like that would be mm-hmm. good for you for character development instead of just being choosing the most comfortable yeah the com- okay. comfortable route right? there, there's a fact of practicality though having family around it's free free labor i get it yeah oh yeah. i don't know it depends because my parents both work yeah so watch who would over be you taking... when you're a kid <laughs> where you just left in a room that's padded and with milk at the corner i told you <laughs> the gays the gays oh yeah <laughs> the gays babysat me Okay. <laughs> but hey, there we go. Thank God for the gays. Yeah. Thank yeah. God for the gays. <laughs> <laughs> so, do uh, you remember where you first saw the film? Yeah, I was in college. College? Yeah, 2013, yeah, 2013 was a great year. I was thinking, I thought maybe it came out 2011, but no, it's 2013, and I would have been in my third? Third year? Okay. Third or fourth year. Mm. Yeah. You watch it so, at the cinema or was it ever shown at the cinema? I don't think sure. it was shown. If, Probably I, not. I don't think so. 
Probably sure. not. It was, a, it was another one of those bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Torrent, man. <laughs> I remember this because 2013 was the year that I discovered. I was very late to the uh, Breaking Bad party. But I have this director friend, uh, David. Uh, yeah. And then he introduced me to it. And he said, yeah, you got to watch it before the last season hits. I had two weeks before uh, <laughs> season five dropped. I spent two weeks. I didn't attend classes for two fucking weeks. <laughs> I attended some, but I spent the whole day in my room just watching it on a fucking laptop. The Breaking Bad series. Not, you watched it, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, that was the best thing my, my housemates life. did. And I was like, what is this? This is amazing. It's Hal. Amazing. What is he doing here? What happened to Hal? Ma- Malcolm in the middle. Malcolm in the middle. Man, it's such a good show. Such a good show. And it's, I remember it vividly because as soon as I finished Breaking Bad, I'm like, I need a break from, from drugs and all this shit. So I watched before midnight. Before, yeah, midnight. And it was such a big contrast to the film yeah. and the series. But yeah, it was a good time. So any particular memory? Well, I think we approached that earlier. <laughs> like uh, our respective memories with it, with our childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, one thing about the movie, though, I remember when it came out, I don't think I watched it immediately. I think I waited mm-hmm. because it was You were like, already aware of the series, right? Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, so excited. Oh, my gosh. But then I think when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, my God, Ew, they're yeah. old. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was not in that place to like, I don't think I'm going to relate to them. <laughs> so I like avoided it. <laughs> So I don't know when I like really did watch it, but I know I. It didn't hit you. I same. stalled. Yeah, I you stalled. stalled on it. Yeah. There's also that bit of a hint of fear in there too. Like, what yeah. am I gonna? Am I gonna be disappointed with it? Yeah, yeah. Or it's also the sense of closure for me. That's why I kind of. Yeah. I had to finish Breaking Bad before I touched it because the same way I did with um, Harry Potter, the the last movie, Deathly yeah. Hallows. Yeah. I didn't watch it until five years after it it, it oh. showed, because it was me stalling. Because I I knew as soon as, as soon as I watched it, that's the end of my childhood. The same way with Toy Story three, like you know, you just want to hold on to your childhood a little bit more. <laughs> like fuck it, I'm old. After after I finished it, I'm like yeah, fuck, I'm old. All right, so yeah, man, so totally different uh, feel to the film compared mm-hmm. to the other ones. But what's your favorite scene though? I think it would really just be when they were not the scene so much but the idea okay. I like the, them being in dinner except for really the part where she acts all bimbo-ish oh, the I, lunch, like, the lunch, yeah, yeah. I love the couples the really mm. young couple which is like I think the grandson Achilles, Achilles yeah and the, and the actor and the actor girlfriend uh-huh they were so practical. <laughs> They're just like, how did they? We make know we're gonna break up. Yeah. yeah, like that's that's awesome. I do like the idea of the story, another like story that Jesse has, or mm-hmm. like about how everyone has some kind of like disorder yeah. and their perspective on life, mm-hmm. on what's going around them is gonna be totally different. The lady who has like the perfect mem- face facial mm-hmm. recognition memory did or I whatever experiences mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, every oh, and then like yeah, the lady with the deja vu, constant deja vu. Yeah, yeah. constant deja vu, and then the person, well, one was like always forgetful or mm-hmm. not forgetful, or just like doesn't remember anything, so everything's new, you know. 
I think that's cool. That would make yeah. a really interesting movie. I'd totally watch that movie. Or a totally interesting book. That word? Yeah. Which it was. It's a story. Yeah. Like a really good yeah. story. Yeah, man. I feel the like writers... that's basically a superhero movie. It would end up being. <laughs> yeah, or a very heart heartbreaking movie, too. That could be it. Like, you know. Yeah. Like Fifty First Dates, no, no, no. Fifty First Dates, Amnesia. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is a hey, short term. So you like that general feel of the film? Okay. And yeah. no favorite scene. You like when uh when she dropped the, the sleeves of her shirt <laughs> of her dress, and then oh god, yeah, remember that in the hotel room where we finally got a glimpse of Julie Delpy's. Wonderful mounds. I'm like, whoa, that that's why it's not my fuck. favorite scene. <laughs> but then that just, just so awkward. the fuck out of you. No, it, well, I don't know. I'm just so like, whatever really with nudity, that. she's French. Uh-huh. Okay, true. Boobs are what? Boobs. Like, everyone has some kind of chest. Exactly. It's not that spectacular. What was it rated as, though? That's what really shocked me. Like, oh, shit, sure. we're really showing breasts. Sons before it depends, I think, per country because the okay. rating in Europe is different. We don't, mm. we, I think, we have an R, but that's like we have it by age, so it's like 16, 18. I don't mm. think it's R, it's just like a red, like this. I forget what the letter is in the middle, and that just means like, oh, there it's sexuality or sex here or um, violence. Oh, okay, okay. So it's that. Yeah, it's that kind of rating. So in America, I'm not sure what the ratings are. And Philippine ratings is also different, right? So <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not even sure. It depends. But, it's a cultural thing. For us, what's, nudity what's is the nothing. There's nothing there in, that I would say would be considered oh, R-rated it's, for it's Europe. Rated, it's rated R. It was released as a rated yeah? R. Okay. Film. Yeah, okay. Yeah, one, because of see, nudity. Yeah, and yeah. It, I think it would be targeted for more mature audiences, anyways. Yeah, 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 100%. Right. So, yeah. But whew, that was whoa! I really did not expect. You that. did not expect to see the. Oh, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> it, up to that point, it was a, such a family friendly film. Like you know, I didn't expect nudity there. I'm like okay, but there was implied sex scenes. I, I get that, but holy shit! Okay. <laughs> what was before uh, sunrise? Just PG thirteen. I think PG thirteen. Okay. I I was like, thank God I did not watch it. Watch it with family, because you know which like, one? The midnight. Oh, okay. <laughs> Imagine that. Like, well, okay, <laughs> that would have uh, been a trip, man. Anyway, so aside from that, any other favorite? My my favorite scene would just have to be that one line by Natalia. Mm. Like, uh, what was she, she said? Like sun, like sunlight, sunset. We appear. We disappear. You're so important to some, but we are just passing through. And they they toast to it, like to passing mm-hmm. through. And uh, I think that's a perfect combination for what the film is like, to what life is like, right? Mm-hmm. We're just really fucking passing through. And uh, yeah, just beautiful note to end on for for that lunch thing. I also did like the uh, what was that when they were when they were right by the shore near the end of the film. Like how he playfully disarms her, because she was mad, right? That's how. How do you and Gabriel deal with conflict? Oh, we fight. We fight. We fight. I fight mean. <laughs> I'm mean. Uh-huh. Um, but after a while, like after sleep, you sleep mm-hmm. it over. You're okay the next morning. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's just the way. It that's is. the whole point. You have to re- resolve it. Yeah. I mean, the rule they say is don't go to bed angry. Angry. So you try yeah. to avoid, you know, mm-hmm. like falling asleep and still being mad and waking up mad. But mm-hmm. yeah, but I think it, it is important to fight too. Avoiding yeah. fighting is, I think, Equally the worst dangerous. thing you can do. Yeah. Passive, yeah. passive aggressive shit. No, no yeah. way. So I'd rather you fight dirty. So definitely. <laughs> To look for in a partner, you need to find someone who will fight on your level. Yeah, who's just yeah. not as submissive or, you know. Yeah, I, I could not stand that. I realized, like, my exes who did that, who just, like, let me yell at them like crazy. Mm-hmm. And then we're just like, okay, later. I'm like, there's no one who's going to butt heads with me. <laughs> <laughs> because I do need someone to challenge me. The point mm-hmm. is you need to prove to me that I'm insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that I'm yeah like it's really for me to know that are you gonna agree with me or mm-hmm. not not that you don't have a, I can't stand it when people like don't have an opinion mm-hmm. and they're put in the spot to like you need to decide because I need someone who can make decisions but in the relationship though there there are some fights that you just have to like let go like yeah sure whatever <laughs> no but it's gonna come back you better resolve it now Though, though, uh, you do that for the payer fights, but for the more important ones, yeah, you got to discuss that the hell out of that shit. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, you know, yeah, you got to choose your battles, as they say. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so Gabriel argues you and everything, like, oh, yeah, yeah, thank god. I, pr- I probably would have never worked out. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a, of a McDonald's for dinner. No, like, what, yeah. do you argue about food? Like, who gets their way? No. Not okay. food. I don't know if we would argue for like petty. Oh, maybe yeah. Well, we play pool every Monday, so that's mm. that's where it gets settled. Yeah, <laughs> on that's the what, pool table. That's where all the tension is released. Okay, okay, that's your battlegrounded choice. <laughs> but yeah, oh man, such a great film. Any observations about it though? Any anything you know? observations i did write down here i said phase scene take care of yourself and we'll meet in the middle but i'm not even sure where that's from i just wrote it down <laughs> while i was watching the movie okay i'm not sure who who said that mm-hmm. but yeah observation during the lunch discussion that's why like mm-hmm. generally the lunch part i did like about mm-hmm. I, I don't know his name but the guy with like the thick beard uh shit the the one who makes bikes What's his name? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Patrick. Yeah, Patrick, the, really the older dark author. guy. Yeah. Not, not Patrick. The... Yeah, Patrick's the, the older guy. He said, yeah, don't listen to him. He, he, he fixes bikes or he builds bikes or whatever. That's, the uh, one who has a wife sitting next yeah. to him? Mm-hmm. They were arguing the one who got the, mo- who got the room for them? Yes. That's it. Okay. Well, he's going to bug me then. Find his name. Okay, anyway, him, uh-huh. he was saying about, and this is 2013, mm-hmm. mind you. So mm-hmm. it's not super. He was talking about how in the future, like instant gratification, Stephanos. And sex, Stephanos, Stephanos. There, yeah, yeah. that uh, there's got to basically be anytime you want, like sex or something or porn, <laughs> you it'll it be automated. Automated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's for real. That's exactly. That's it. happening now. There's VR. There's VR OnlyFans. Porn, there's there's <laughs> dildos. There are these apps where. You can control like someone's vibrator. 
Mm-hmm. Like, this is getting kind of X-rated. Oh, that's mm-hmm. the rating that we get, too. So there's, like, X and then ages. Anyway. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and then... um, He's a, he's a visionary. Yeah. yeah. Everything's, like, basically electronic. <laughs> but that's, like, that's happening right now. It is. Like, I, I just... <laughs> Purely out of accident, I just stumbled upon OnlyFans. I don't subscribe to anything. I just made, what do you made mean a quick you stumbled upon it. I've heard of it, but I've never looked it up. Right? So, oh, okay. So I looked up the top users or the most, like you know, most searched users with followers you can and whatever. See that without like having a subscription. Reddit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. So, so apparently, some users, they uh, it's all like explicit content, all all porn mm-hmm, shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so basically they they have they call them fuck machines, and yeah, and 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 uh, subscribers can can control that machine to stimulate the girl. I'm like, what the hell? This is so advanced, and I don't know. So yeah, it's like you're really doing the girl, but through yeah, a phone. Yeah, and... yeah. So Stephanos is a fucking visionary man. You had to figure it out. <laughs> and girls, it's it's a legit career for these. Girls, yeah, it is. Yeah, good on That's you. That's why that whole like OnlyFans thing about banning explicit content, they yeah. backtracked on it. <laughs> they realized how much money they would lose. But did you know that some legit? Oh no, I'm not saying the other people are not legit, but like DJ Khaled has one. Uh, some some musicians actually yeah. have OnlyFans. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. That's cool. That's another uh, income stream for them, which is fantastic. Yeah. Man, it is. It's slowly phasing out the uh, basic nine to five, right? If you have, if you have fans, you could actually get paid for it. Yeah, yeah, cool, good for them. And I'm sure it's a lot of work because you have to market yourself. Yeah, you have to be in demand so, in one way or another. That's right. And you that hire social media that, managers. Yeah, being that is mm-hmm. already a lot of work. So it is. I have respect for the grind. <laughs> figuratively and literally okay but yeah i mean yeah if if there's someone paying for that hey, capitalism is really it. what it comes down to that's right whether yeah, or not so. you agree with what they're doing which i generally i don't what they're doing mm-hmm. like specifically i wish you didn't i really wish you didn't have to right but yeah, but I guess they like hustle doing the hustle. it. They hustle, man. Can't, yeah. Don't keep what 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 was it that they said? Don't don't keep a man from making his bread. Don't prevent a man from making his bread. So yeah, okay. respect. Yeah, you know, it's more their their derogatory term used there, but I just skipped mm-hmm. that part out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so aside from this film, because uh, we're nearing the end of this episode, which is our first one in three months, so we're still fumbling through it, but I love it. Yeah. Uh, any similar recommendations? Well, Boyhood. Yeah, of course. It was shot simultaneously with us, right? Released simultaneously, I think. Yeah. Oh, that makes sense. Because I yeah. think I watched Boyhood first because I was like, I don't want to see Before Midnight just yet. <laughs> but I want to see Ethan Hawke. Yeah. Man, they'd meet For that. once a year and shoot a few, uh, mm-hmm. the 30 minutes or whatever, shoot a segment of the film every year. For the course of how many years again? Ten. Boyhood was released in two thousand fourteen. Oh, okay. Filmed over short periods from two thousand two to two thousand thirteen. That's 
That's oh, that I really plan. waited to see before midnight. I didn't see it in 2013 then. Midnight? I watched it way later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if I, because I, I, mean, I know I watched Boyhood first. Oh, damn. Okay. 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 So, yeah, it was really 2014. Mm-hmm. You did. You did. And, and then, uh, what else? I guess Marriage Story. Have you seen that? Of course. Yeah. Damn. Really that good. That was hard film. to watch. But oh, good. Yeah. I like Adam Driver a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, His rendition of uh, uh, Being Alive from the, from the musical. Man, it was so cool. And to think he's not a professional singer, but he's a theater kid. He pulled it off quite well. Mm. Yeah. Such a good film. And their their fight, you know, at the end of it. Oh, God. And uh, it was su- such a tight script. What other films? Yeah. Hmm. Those were the only two I can think of right now. But, yeah. Oh, and I, I, re- I wrote down Marriage Story, actually. Boyhood, I thought of just mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Really, that mm-hmm. there's not I, really any other genres that would. <laughs> yeah. But uh, strictly for the theme, you know, the reality of of partnership and long term mm-hmm. marriage and all that shit. Uh, Lost in Translation kind of hits that in a bit, you know, like uh, Bill or Bob's relationship with his wife, mm-hmm. and you know, they're equally as bored with each other. <laughs> So I think that's uh kind of hits the same vein. I don't know. Yeah. And uh yeah, I really can't think of any other movie like that. Oh, have you seen yeah. Blue Valentine? Yeah. That the, was sad. That was a sad film. It was sad. It was a good movie, but it you was don't so, watch it on your first It date, was hard. Right? Yeah, it was hard for me to like watch. Oh. It was just so sad. <laughs> um I guess so, yeah, that would be one. Yeah, that's got to be one of them. Yeah. But yeah, there we go. Hard to watch. Whew, so oh, I wanted to ask you, though. Have you ever up? been on, like, a family vacation like that? Oh, yeah, when I was younger. You remember? Sure. Oh, yeah. What would be your best, like, memory? Uh, Hanging out at the beach, like these kids. Because as, as a Filipino, as a Filipino family, like, our go-to for, for family vacations is a beach, right? Or a resort or whatever. Just yeah, yeah. Us living in a tropical country, beaches are like an yeah. hour away, so it's always like that. How about yours? Um, Your Viennese uh, vacations, what were they like? It's just, it's really sad. But Why? I think the um, in 2000, mm-hmm. we went to New York, mm-hmm. and uh, that was right after my brother was born, so he's like mm-hmm. an infant. It's because I just happened to find the photos again and I remembered. Mm-hmm. And our family vacation was is always usually us visiting like my mom's best friend. She was living in New Jersey mm-hmm. already. Okay. And so we would do like a road trip and be all touristy, check out Trump Tower and, <laughs> and the buildings and all that. This is before nine eleven. Uh huh. And then, right before nine eleven, the summer, my my mom and my brother went went to New York. Okay. And then. Since then, we hadn't really had a family vacation. No. I think the last time was when we went to the Philippines, but that was to attend the wedding. And we went yeah. to the beach. We went to Barakai. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Man. Filipinos. So insane. <laughs> Everyone just grows up and then, yeah, stops having vacations and shit, right? Yeah. yeah. Now you just have vacations, maybe with friends. 
Yeah. I'm not a good vacation it's... person, though, to, Why? to be honest. I'm an awful vacationer. <laughs> like, I like the journey. I mm-hmm. like sitting on the plane, sitting on mm-hmm. the bus, sitting on a train. Mm-hmm. But, like, once I get there, I'm the person that, like, would rather just hang out and watch and movies and stuff <laughs> and just be at the location. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool to see, like, specific sites and stuff, but then I'm actually we'll always, diving. like... I'm like, I can't wait to go home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, yeah. you know, that's a totally legit position to be at as a vacationer. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to enjoy the area. Like, some yeah. people want to hit all the bars, hit all the places, get all the pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that part, I'm like, I would want to be with someone who would do that so I can ask for the photos later. Mm-hmm. But then, like, I, you can't. Expect me to be that person because okay. then I'll so be like upset. Noted, noted. If I visit Miami, <laughs> I won't let you organize itinerary. <laughs> yeah, because I'd be like, "What do you want to do? You have to like, you have to tell me what you want to do. Is there something specific? Like you do, you need to do your research for the stuff that you want to do. So if me and yeah. my girlfriend come over there, so you're totally fine if you can just sit back and <clears throat> chill at your place. Would you even want that though? <laughs> Maybe. Okay, because yeah, I we'll expect you to like want to go to the beach or like oh, yeah, most, most food definitely. and stuff. Food stuff, hundred percent. For sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll hit up pool. every cuisine. Mm-hmm. Hit up, play <laughs> pool, go bowling, go to the beach. Show you. There you go. The beach. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't expect me to do anything else. Just <laughs> yeah. uh, so, I'm, I'm awful. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, man, this is a. Uh, 10, 10 episodes in, man. I know. And uh, for our listeners, as you all know, this just stemmed from the idea of, uh, well, you know, for, for our backstory, how uh, Before Sunrise is such a huge part of how and why we started this podcast. And here we are. I think we started this in March. So it's been uh, April, May, June, July, August, September, six months in. And we're, yeah. we have 10 episodes to our name. Yeah. Nice. I'm, I'm happy you did this, Hannah. And uh, we look forward to more episodes with you. Yeah. Are we yeah. starting a new season or what? Uh, I don't know. You know, that's a good <laughs> idea. Maybe you could do that. For our listeners who are still with us, thank you so much for, you know, taking this journey with us. Any words any words for our listeners, Annie? No. Well, thanks for hanging out. How about you? <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. That's it. Thanks. Thanks for hanging out. <laughs> you know, we missed you guys. I missed you, Anna. Me too. And, uh, yeah. Guys, if... Uh, I guess one thing to know to end on with this is I I met this girl recently. We were chatting about um you know about films and stuff. So I asked her the one critical question is uh what in your opinion is the best trilogy of all time? And of course, easy to say, Lord of the Rings. And then I and then I said like yeah I think mine would have to be the fourth trilogy, and I tell the the whole backstory of you know of Before Sunrise, Sunset at Midnight, and it usually has the very profound effect of blowing people's minds. And uh, yeah, that's that's the way I like to promote the trilogy, and I hope more people get to watch it, because, yeah. You think this is the best trilogy of all time? Lord of the Rings. No, I fall asleep in each. Really? I'm so sorry to people who... I, I understand the, the impact of Lord of the Rings. But then mm-hmm. I learned 
from watching Lord of the Rings that I am not super into the fantasy element of it. Yeah. World that is not my genre. Okay. Fantasy is not my genre. Medieval. I don't even know what you. What is it? What is the specific genre? I'm I'm losing the word. <laughs> okay. Yeah. If 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 I had to pick something along those lines, for me it would be original, the original Star Wars. Yes, of course, of course. That's a right. Very good choice too. Yeah. I think it's it's it would not be wise to judge of all. We would have to do it at least by genre. Yeah. To be fair. Yeah. Because it it really depends on your liking. We have to do I like a bracket fight for that. But Lord of the Rings, whatever that is, I just didn't understand. <laughs> it's not for my mind. You just you know, insulted I tried... half the world, whatever that is. It's not for me. <laughs> I know. I tried to watch the last, uh, which one was that? The final one. Uh, Felsh, uh, Return of the King. Okay. The Return of the King. When it came out, like even years after it came out, first time I watched it, fell asleep after like 30 minutes. Fell asleep. Second time I watched it, fell asleep after an hour. Really okay. tried to like focus. Did you watch it at the time where it was released when the whole yeah. hoopla was big? Okay. Yeah, but not like at the cinema. I mm. waited at least because I was like, if I fall asleep in the cinema, such a waste of a ticket. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch it in German so I would at least really have to pay attention because mm-hmm. I'd have to like, you know, translate okay. everything in my head, right? Mm. Still fell asleep. Man, okay. Me and my dad. My dad Maybe. made it to the uh, one hour and a half and mm-hmm. we both are just like we really need to like find a time to try and understand this the hobbit movies however i managed to really at least sit through i fell asleep my brother paused it wait mm-hmm. waited for me to wake up then play it and again. then play it again mm-hmm. and we, we were all like we need to like at least there were three of us together trying to like okay, understand okay, okay. it, and then yeah. my brother was explaining to us exactly what was going on, so that mm. we would at least not be like lost every time. Mm. Uh, I, I think the perfect analogy for the War of the Rings it's the, it's the perfect film to symbolize the battle between good and evil. There's good mm-hmm. people, there's bad. There's the One Ring mm-hmm. who is like the biggest MacGuffin in all the world. But it's the whole conquest of destroying it. But along the way, you discover so much more friendship, family, yeah. I think, love. I think just like having all the species just like <laughs> was just too much for Forks me to understand. And, and then it's like, why is he floating? Why does he look like that? Oh, my God. Oh, Gollum used to be a this. And then it was just like, <laughs> what? And it's like it's because of the ring, and I'm still like, what the hell is with this you, ring? You have you have to realize though that the source material by uh, J.R. Sorry, before midnight, we're just having yeah. to leave the trilogy right now. <laughs> the source material is so expansive that even after the third film ends, there's like hundreds of years worth of history left over, and hundreds yeah. before that, it's just a just beautiful source material, and the film mm-hmm. was shot consecutively. And it was in a way an indie film, the way it was treated. Okay. But it just turned out so beautiful. And uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, I get I it. I wish it's they had made it a series. I probably would have been able to follow along more. Well, they are. Amazon's developing a Lord of the Rings series. Yeah. Of that same story? No, it's before, oh. before that. But yeah, it will still be the same lore. Yeah. I feel like because of how 
expansive it is mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for me to be able to follow along i'd yeah. have to be like one episode a week so i have six more days to keep watching it until it really like gets <laughs> man to man we have to do the, we, do, we have to do the trilogy justice <laughs> uh, we have to we have to band together all the fans like Everyone in our friend group, I assume, is a Lord of the Rings fan. I'm sure they sit- all are. Everyone Wait, I know, Gabriel. We got we, we got to sit you down, and uh, we'll explain it to you. Where yes, it's exactly. It's one of those movies that, like, <laughs> watching it won't help me yeah. because there's got to be other backstory things that probably the movie doesn't really touch on that I would just have to know. You would mm-hmm. just have to know to understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why you got to be around the proper me, people. Yeah. yeah. The same I way I, I saw Before Sunrise with a friend. Uh, I saw it with Ray Backwood. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, like, the same way we, well, like, fans of The Lord of the Rings, they dedicate a certain portion of their year to watch the films in a fucking marathon. I'm, I'm, du- I'm due for that. I have to do it at some point okay. before the year ends. Like, mm-hmm. that's the dedication of the fans. I mean, you got to sit down yeah. for 12 hours and watch a fucking thing. I, I'm hoping we can get that same treatment for uh, the before trilogy. Like, oh, you know, yeah, for sure. you want you you want to get together mm-hmm. like online. Let's all watch it. That'll be yeah. fun. Yeah, you know, yeah. discuss it. There's this this app that me and Gabriel would use when I when I had to be in mm-hmm. when I, we were in, in the same city. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Rave, and you can watch stuff together. You can pause you it heard at of the same it? time. I've heard of yeah, it. Yeah, so one person would host it. Okay. So at least because Netflix at least works both in Austria and the Philippines. So we mm-hmm. when we watch movies together, we just have to find a movie that we would all have, mm-hmm. and then uh, one person would host it, and we can play well, pause, play pause. You know what? Apple is developing technology in iOS 15 that would just put rave out of business. There's a I forgot Ooh. what it's called. So it's like streaming. So when you're on FaceTime, you can watch and listen to the same music, oh, movies, I saw, or whatever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. heard about this then. Okay. Damn Apple, eh? That's yeah, cool. they're putting everyone out of business. About time. About damn time. Hmm. So, Hannah, thanks. You have any last thoughts before we end this episode? We're 51 well, minutes just, in. Well, speaking of, like, movies in general, what I did like about Before Midnight mm-hmm. is I, I think it's just, it it would have more impact if you understood the yeah. history of it. But mm-hmm. I think it's it's one of those movies. Each movie is, like, it's a good Different. standalone movie. Yeah. You would kind of get like the the gist. You wouldn't, just have to, you wouldn't be like, co- yeah, yeah. You yeah. wouldn't really need to know no. too much, and you kind of figure it out in the movie exactly what's going on mm-hmm. and what's relevant. So I think that's 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 a good thing. That's a good thing for trilogies if they can yeah. do that. Right. Yeah. Do you th- do you think yeah. the same for the first for the original trilogy? Oh. Uh, Star Wars. Standalone. No, yeah. because you would want to know what happened. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True, 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 true. You'd be like, I have to know what happened. That's why before the Before Trilogy is the best trilogy of all time. Kidding. <laughs> depending, depending on how you like judge it. But yeah. Yeah. And for sure for like, I don't know any romance. Oh, there are a few. Mm-hmm. There are a few romance genre trilogies. Mm-hmm. It's Some just the ones that I don't like. Throws people off it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's no blood in there. There's no fighting. No orcs. Like, what know. throws people off is that it's 
pretty realistic. It's real exactly. to life, and that's right. People aren't ready for that. That's why they go to fantasy, sci-fi that's right. fiction. That's right. <laughs> we're not saying we're better than others, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're not afraid of feelings, folks. Okay. Well, Hannah, yeah. thank you so much. Ten thank episodes you down. Too. For yeah. for listeners, our next episode is. You want to tell? The beach. Yeah, with Leonardo DiCaprio. That'll be awesome. All right, thanks, fans. <laughs> thanks, guys. Thanks, Anna. Again, this is Bye. episode 10 of Movies and Memories with Red and Anna. Ciao. Bye-bye. <laughs>